You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Alabama's attorney general is joining yet another multi-state lawsuit that seeks to block the implementation of the federal vaccine mandate. This lawsuit is being led by the attorney general from Louisiana, Jeff Landry. It was filed against the requirement that Head Start employees must be vaccinated against COVID-19 or lose federal funding. Alabama AG Steve Marshall says the mandate requires all personnel to be fully vaccinated and to wear a mask at all times. He says it's in conflict with the state law here in Alabama against requiring a person to disclose their vaccination status. Marshall says the Biden administration has no plans to back down on this errant pursuit of nationwide vaccination. And Marshall says the state of Alabama has no plans to back down either. Alabama is joining 21 other states in this lawsuit. One of the latest gubernatorial candidates is speaking out about recent statements that were made by President Joe Biden. Lindy Blanchard is running in the Republican primary to challenge Governor Kay Ivey. Blanchard says if she's governor, there will be no mandates or shutdowns due to the COVID-19 virus. Blanchard responded to the recent statements from Biden that the nation is being threatened by the Omicron variant and that the unvaccinated should plan on a holiday season of severe illness and death. Blanchard says Biden should stop attacking and scapegoating the unvaccinated and that as governor, she would not scapegoat those who are unvaccinated as other career politicians in this state have done. Blanchard did not release any particular names on who she was referring to. Police in Mobile have busted up a prostitution ring this past Tuesday. Five women were arrested for soliciting for the purpose of prostitution. By the end of the day, the operation took 10 people into custody. The arrests were near Interstate 65. And the operation was launched after the community in that area made multiple complaints about the activity to the police. Police Chief Paul Prine says his agents used online contacts to set up the meeting with the women, which then led to their arrest. Prine says that prostitution leads to other violent crimes and that they will be relentless in curbing this type of activity. Well, a court is deciding on who will be lord of the engagement ring. A court of appeals has overturned a lower court ruling here in Alabama regarding the case of an engagement ring and a called off wedding. The plaintiff, who is a man, paid $32,000 for a ring when he proposed to his girlfriend in 2018 on Christmas Eve. She accepted the proposal, but then called off the wedding in 2019 and kept the ring, selling it for less than half price. The Baldwin County Circuit Court ruled that the woman was within her rights to do so. But this month, an appeals court sided with the man, saying that the woman was unjustly enriched at the man's expense and that the gift was conditioned upon a marriage that did not happen. This is an interesting case to be considered and aware of this coming Christmas when there are a lot of proposals happening. A young missionary is now home from the hospital after a random shooting in Vestavia Hills severely wounded him. 18-year-old Michael Faber was at an event representing the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when a man came into the church gymnasium and opened fire. Faber was hit four times. He's been hospitalized for several weeks. Faber has returned to his home state of Ohio just in time for Christmas. His parents, David and Rachel, released a statement of thanks and gratefulness for those who prayed and helped them when this happened. In particular, they mentioned the staff at UAB Medical Center in Birmingham. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the White House has extended a deadline for payments on federal student loans. The deadline was coming up this February, but massive backlash against ending the moratorium has now caused President Biden to push out that deadline another 90 days. 
It's now been set for May of 2022. The moratorium and halt on student loan payments was first started as a result of the COVID-19 virus outbreak. Now the Biden administration is urging students to get prepared for making the payments on their debt in May and, if necessary, look for options to lower their payments through the income-based repayment plan. And when it comes to President Joe Biden, a recent PBS Marist poll is showing that his approval ratings are no bueno when it comes to Hispanics. Biden's approval among white Americans stands at 40 percent, but with Hispanics, it's dropped to 33 percent. What is alienating the Hispanic community are the hard left moves towards unrestricted abortion, transgender ideology and other cultural issues. The poll also shows that Biden is losing more support among independents with only 41 percent approval with that group. The Walter Reed Army Institute of Research is now announcing a new COVID-19 vaccine for military members. They are claiming that this vaccine has resistance to COVID-19 and all its variants, including Omicron and SARS viruses. Researchers say it's the result of two years of work on this virus with the goal of making a vaccine that takes on not just the existing strain, but all potential variants. The result is the spike ferritin nanoparticle COVID-19 vaccine, which is a 24-sided protein that allows spikes of coronavirus strains to be attached to all its various sides. The vaccine has completed animal trials with positive results and still needs to undergo phase two and three of testing before it's brought to the public. In the meantime, Dr. Peter McCullough, a well-published cardiologist out of Texas, is talking about a recent study from The Lancet on the ineffectiveness of the current COVID-19 vaccines to prevent any transmission. There's no data suggesting the vaccines protect others. This is very, very important. Uh, There are now studies. There is a recent study uh, in the journal Lancet that has actually asked the question, do the vaccines actually protect others from getting COVID-19? So this paper is from Annika Singa Yagamam, and this paper just landed in the Lancet. And you know what the storyline here is? 39% of this very careful uh, uh, case contact studies, 39% of transmission occurred from fully vaccinated to fully vaccinated individuals. We had the naval cruise ship 3,700 individuals, fully vaccinated. They passed Delta to each other. This is data shading into June. This is before Delta really kicked up. We had 23% of Americans in the hospital with who were vaccinated, but they had COVID-19. Remember in June, remember that talking point that was issued? 99% of people in the hospital were unvaccinated? Yeah. That's propaganda. That's false information put out by those in position of authority. There was one time, and I was on Laura Ingram. And they had a montage of everybody saying 99% unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Even the governor of Florida said that. President of the United States said that. That was a false talking point that was issued. And everybody said it, I think, designed to encourage people to get vaccinated. McCullough spoke about it while on the Joe Rogan podcast. A family-owned business is suing the U.S. Pentagon. Shields of Strength is a company that makes replica dog tags that includes Bible verses on them for military members. The Pentagon has now pulled licensing with that company, which allowed for the creation and selling of those dog tags to the military. The First Liberty Institute is suing on behalf of Shields of Strength, saying it's a cruel insult to service members to deny them a source of inspiration, hope, and encouragement. Shields of Strength have been making the dog tags with Bible verses for 20 years now, and they've been selling them to different military units, often at the request of the commanders. The company was started in 1997 by Kenny and Tammy Vaughn. The jury in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial continues to deliberate. The latest request from the jury to the presiding judge occurred this past Tuesday. The jury asked for more details on the testimony from a woman named Carolyn 
who claims to have been 14 years old in 2002 when Jeffrey Epstein began to sexually abuse her. The woman's testimony also includes Ghislaine Maxwell taking part in some of that activity. The jury wanted to see record of the FBI conversation with Carolyn when she brought charges against Epstein. However, that transcript was not part of the trial evidence, so the jury had to review the trial transcript instead. A startup company in Stockholm, Sweden, is revealing a COVID vaccine passport microchip that can be implanted under the human skin and scanned with a cell phone. Hans Schloblad is the chief distribution officer for Epicenter. He has the implant himself in his arm and his collarbone area, and he doesn't think it's an alarming idea at all. So the difference between the chip implant I have in my arm that has my COVID passport that anybody can read, I also have a chip implant up here that I use with the sensor inside to read my body temperature. Very useful if I have a fever to know. Now, the difference is with the implant up here that picks up my health data, it's private and it needs to be paired with a special smartphone with a special app. So it's only myself who can read this chip implant up here, whereas this one down here, it's accessible to anyone. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he discusses COVID and its mixed messages. Part of taking a risk is if you're going to lead, if you are truly going to be a leader, then maybe you have to encourage people. Well, how about this? Instead of sitting around going, we're all going to die, maybe someone should say, you know what? We all need to live. Let's, let's live. I don't know how long we have left. Let's live. And, and, I, and yet I look at the Biden administration and I'm thinking, God almighty, they just, it's like they don't have a clue. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this topic right now. Number one of the triple dipper was COVID mixed messages. But here's a non-mixed message, all right? This one technically is not mixed because it's so direct and it's, it's inflammatory. And this is literally straight off of the White House's website, whitehouse.gov. Titled Press Briefing by White House COVID-19 Response Team and Public Health Officials. Old Jeffrey Zint says, We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing and we will get through through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. And then he goes on to say a couple paragraphs later, this is not a moment to panic. Oh, oh, okay. The ship's going down. Everybody jump into the water. There's no time for the lifeboats. Do what you can. Save yourselves. Uh, No time to panic here. Well, first of all, Jeffrey Zinz is an idiot. I'm just going to go ahead and say I have, I have zero respect for someone who goes on and misleads, by the way, mis- and I'm not a doctor, but misleads the public to say, first of all, the government's only going to look after work and school issues for the vaccinated. That came out of his mouth. And then he goes on to say, for the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your family, and your hospital. I mean, was he sitting there? Was he cackling when he said it? I mean, this, this feels like some kind of a bad character from a Harry Potter movie over in the corner with a, you know, a scrunched up face and twisting his fingers together. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves and your families and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. Idiot. Alright, listen. That is not accurate. That is not accurate at all. I'm not even a doctor, I can tell you that's a joke. But that's what they're saying at the White House. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. 
If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, remember you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get those reports on your phone. I'm Andrea Tice. I look forward to updating you again tomorrow.